Hey, I'm Kayla Hansen. And I'm Crystal Blasco. We're sisters, home organizers, coffee, and cocktail lovers, and hosts of this witty show, Well-Ordered, Well-Lived. Grab your favorite beverage and join us as we have fun and curious conversations with ourselves and others about home solutions, family, and reinvesting in new experiences. Let's Let's do do this. Well, well, welcome to this episode of Well-Ordered, Well-Lived. I'm Kayla Hansen. I'm Crystal Blasco. And we are talking about decant or not decant. We're talking about this for one is because this space in general, the kitchen pantry has been our number one for the last four clients. Yeah, we've done tons of like back to back. Back to back. Yeah. But like I feel like this year in general, we've done way more pantries than than like in the past. Like last year there was a theme this year. So far the theme is pantries. Yes. And during our consultation, we'll ask our clients, you know, do you decant? Will you decant this helps us when we're product purchasing meeting their needs and my voice is just (laughs) crackling for some reason I'll have to sip on my water so that's kind of the basis of what we ask before we get into our actual organizing and what they need but decanting if you don't know is transferring foods from their original packaging whether it's disposable or you just don't like their packaging that it came into Mm. and just want to make things either pretty or Mm. make things sturdier easy to zone I'm, I'm not talking just airtight containers that you would put flour into decanting is also just putting things in a basket Mm-hmm. And making that its own space. So we're, we're going to talk about that in today's episode and kind of three areas to consider and ask yourself, is this for me kind of thing, right? Yeah, I mean, because yeah. I don't decant everything. I don't decant my pastas. We don't have it enough to have a specific container for it. So the areas that we're going to talk about is packaging, containers, and time. Okay, so packaging is a big one. Something to ask yourself when you bring your groceries home and you have some things on your counter, do you need to... To almost like unpackage a package. Yeah. So if this makes any sense. Question to ask yourself is, does something come double packaged? And think cereal where there's an exterior box and an interior bag. That's double packaged. Think granola bars where there's an exterior box and six to eight bars on the inside. Think a big Costco box where you have a huge box and there are snack size, you know, sun chips and pretzels and things like that. So decanting doesn't have to be down to the bare bones of the product or content. It just needs to be simplified in a level of easy kind of grab and go potentially. So is it double packaged? That's the one question. And then another one is can it be packaged together to create a single? So if you do have multiple packages of something, think like three small boxes of pasta or, um, you know, a little bag of noodles or something. Can you combine that with all three of those little boxes of spaghetti? Can you put that in one canister? That's an airtight concealer. That's going to save some space. You're going to be able to monitor your inventory levels. That's a, that's something to consider is when the packaging comes into your home from the grocery store. How is it packaged? I want to touch on that too because they'll talk about cardboard that Mm -hmm. can get, if you open it, now everything's going to spill out or the cardboard itself is, it's not super sturdy, right? I mean, cardboard, you could have something fall over it and then it's collapsed. I will say with that, I see where you're going when I think about this, we don't drink pop, but we buy a container of like Spindrift or soda water. I dump that into the fridge or I will take those individual cans and put them on 
on the shelf because there's nothing that pisses me off and mm-hmm. even more than like digging in mm. to the box and you want your water or whatever that is you have and there's nothing left in there yeah um I don't actually it doesn't really happen for us because we don't I decant that stuff yeah same I mean our household does that as well not that this is food but we have found this in pantries as well they'll buy bulk and paper towels mm. and to me I cannot stand when they leave it in the packaging around it because one I don't like the look of it but two you don't really know how many is in there like how many rolls is there just one oh great I wish Mm -hmm. there was more where that's the other part of decanting is you are able to see what you have Mm -hmm. whether it's a clear container a clear bin or maybe it's not clear maybe it is a bin that you can actually see into one sort of piece of advice here is when you're thinking about decanting something from its original packaging one thing not to decant are single use items like brownie mix or mac and cheese so it's a box of brownie mix that has a couple of different items on the inside like the powder or a potential frosting or the mac and cheese with the noodles and the cheese keep that in its original packaging so that's kind of area number one area number two that we work with clients on is containers and that is Do you have or are you willing or open to purchasing containers, whether that be airtight or any other additional containers that you might need to kind of transfer from point A to point B? And if you are, great, then we'll kind of continue on. And if you're not, like, no, that's not worth the extra expense for me. Um, I've, I've got a system in place great, then you you don't need to go to the next level. Or like realizing what you already have. Like if you're a baker, then you're baking all the time. Mm -hmm. So you're going to probably buy a five pound bag of flour or... I mean, there are containers out there that hold five pounds. Mm -hmm. It's a lot easier for you to grab that container and scoop out of it too. Mm -hmm. So it's not only going to look nicer, you're going to know what your level of ingredients you're going to have but it's going to make more sense as you're in the mode of cooking or baking or whatever. It's a quick pull it out, scoop it, where if you have the original packaging, it's a bag of flour. And now you've got that falling over everything and then it's hard to scoop out. But again, talking about containers, do you need them, do you not? Where do you spend your money at? You had brought up a couple weeks ago or something you had said, because the client was like, ah, I mean, I use it, but I don't. And so we're like, yeah, fine. Don't spend the money mm-hmm. now. Wait until like you finally realize, okay, yeah, I'll go go get it. Just putting the bag that's already open in a Ziploc, as long as it's oh, like yeah. airtight, mm-hmm. you know, just because you had saw, which I didn't know this, that there's like f- flower moths. Oh, flower moths. Yeah. So things, it doesn't take long for little moths or mites or things too and now if you're a constant if you're baking daily mm-hmm. I'm like a once a monther type thing so I actually don't I shouldn't even have like a one pound bag mm-hmm. I mean I should just go buy like one of those small I don't even know what the size is I'm I'm not a baker yeah so things need to be kind of like shaken on, on like a regular to help kind of keep that the circulation of the okay. the contents so inside yeah tip that we need to know I think I did see that you're supposed to shake it no matter what because the clumps can form or mm-hmm. something so yeah again I am like a single use brownie mix girl okay mm-hmm. so yeah same <laughs> I um I that's okay I buy like bacon break or break and bake <laughs> I'm like, to say it <laughs> break and bake cookies I thought we were talking that's, about bacon now that's like, my okay. extent of, of baking so. oh that is yours that's yeah. hilarious yeah okay sweet or you could go that <laughs> 
They are delicious. They are. So something else with containers, another another like one I just thought of is if you display things like your olive oils and you have it on your counter, don't leave it in the original like olive oil container. Like like the one that you buy. You know, put it in like a nice aesthetic one. Why? You just, like to do that? Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't want that big uh, olive oil, like the plasticky one. Mm, yeah. yeah. Well, okay. I can I can see both sides of that because I don't do that. But I do keep things out. But that bottle mm-hmm. does get oily. Yeah. It's pretty gross. Mm-hmm. So I could see where the now decanting wash. makes sense. So if you if you're still thinking like, I don't really care what my pantry looks like. It doesn't need to be pretty. It just needs to work for me. Well, I have had where my olive oil has slipped right out of my hands and added too much onto the floor. Okay. Yeah. It was a mess. So I actually should look into that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) So the third area that we feel like is important to ask yourself, you know, should I decant? Is not decanting isn't for me. Excuse me. No, do you need some water? No. (laughs) Time. Time is such a, that that potentially could be the very first question. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, um, and I think it is when we ask clients, like, will you spend the time to do this? Mm -hmm. I don't know why we put that at the end of this. I mean, be realistic with yourself. Will you actually come home from the grocery store and kind of re-unpack? Like you're putting things away, but then you're also going to break boxes down, stick them in smaller bins, stick them in your categories that are in your pantry. If, If that's not you, that's not your everyday thing, then us as organizers, we're not going to do that in your pantry for you one time because you'll never keep the system of what we did. So we're very aware of what actually works for your everyday habits and your everyday like intuitive routines. But if you say, yeah, you know, I would if something was labeled correctly or if it was in a designated space. Okay, now we're we're getting some place. Then we're breaking down how much time like what do you want to break down like Kayla was saying all of your flowers and baking supplies or you just want to break down you know your breakfast bars will you pour your cereal into um, another container does that even matter to you the other thing I think with time is will you have help in your family to do that because most likely is if the cereal is let's say you've decanted it and you've put it in a, a bin and then that that's empty Will your kids know to refill that? Will they not refill it? Like, will will your kids keep up with that system or help you in any way? Um, Because I think that's going to be helpful in deciding on, do I even want to do this? Is just keeping it in the bag or the box easy for me? I will also say, though, when I'm putting away my groceries, it doesn't take that much time to decant decant yeah I will say that for our bars we do the same thing I am taking it out of the bag opening it up and dumping it into my bowl Mm -hmm. super easy now I know what I have and when I bring down that bowl every day I'm like all right next week I need to get another box or two Mm -hmm. not that hard I'd rather do that than it helps because it's in a specific area but also I don't have to find where I'm going to cram this box Mm -hmm. of stuff and then if I cram it great it fits but now am I going to see so I know some people will keep it in their boxes and just like tear the edges around that to me oh yeah seems a little bit more of work Mm. take it for what it's worth I don't know but I mean everybody's time is different for everybody but I will say for me it works to just be in that mode of putting stuff away knowing that it has a spot and back to like the baking stuff 
when you get a five pound bag of flour or sugar, you're probably only going to do that like once every couple months. So Mm -hmm. it's not going to be that big of a pain in the butt in, in the time you're doing it first. Yeah. Ask yourself, do you want to spend the time on the front end, Mm -hmm. which is when you get home from the grocery store and you're kind of putting everything away in this designated space or do you want to spend the time on the back end going through the items that have not been decanted and you're putting your hand in empty boxes to feel around what the inventory level is Mm. you're pulling bags of chips to like feel them and see if they're heavy or not because if you're not doing that if you're not doing either one of those then you're guaranteed you're overbuying and you're throwing a lot of stale food and old food away so I, I suggest that you do one or the other either the front end or the back end and you actually take some time yeah. and see what you have in your inventory levels otherwise you're kind of setting yourself up for a little bit of a disaster and that's how your pantry gets out of control but still don't forget I mean you can call us too <laughs> when it does because we do refreshes as well touch on the labeling too because if people so, yeah, want to so do this on their own bonus oh so we have the three I think the three areas which but I feel like labeling come goes into the time aspect yeah you know exactly where it goes could be probably under containers too maybe okay yeah got two for this is a bonus yeah i think it's a bonus (laughs) so i think labeling is important is it necessary on everything nope Mm -mm. especially if you have clear containers for the most part if you know what it is i mean it's pretty obvious what brown sugar versus white sugar is but if there's some noodles or some beans that's the tricky one is if it's a different type of bean definitely like do a dry erase uh, marker on the back or something and just say like I don't know navy beans versus white beans are those even different <laughs> um I'm not the cook here but uh so labeling is important but I will say keep it very general instead of you know, cereal mixed with uh, pancake mix and syrup those are all breakfast items so I'm gonna label that bin breakfast items okay. Bre- breakfast for, what for those who don't know <laughs> kayla used to say breakfast breakfast because <laughs> i just talk really fast uh, so you're gonna have a breakfast bin yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then um snacks are a big one yes snack bin uh, and then j- that not not even like breaking it down you can if you have kids and you want adult snacks kid snacks but sweet salty are some popular sort of categories that we use mm-hmm. dinner baking cooking yes breakfast um <laughs> oils and vinegars oils and vinegars sometimes we have pastas or grains mm. you know we don't there's not a whole lot of very specific things and that's on purpose because it's just going to keep everything that's in that bin you're going to know kind of like what your zone or your cluster is so you can throw some oatmeal packets into your breakfast bin and not have to say not have to worry about if it was labeled cereal well Mm. now you're all thrown off so that huge rule of thumb is when you're labeling keep it very general very basic and then also don't forget to jot down your expiration dates on some of the things if you are if if it's something like breakfast bars yeah no throw that in a bin or a basket if it's something like your pasta if you've decanted spices Mm -hmm. um, if you've decanted some of the flours or the sugars or things like that um, just jot down with a sharpie on the back of a, an acrylic or a glass container and that'll wipe right off and with um, rubbing alcohol mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so you can either say date that you purchased it or the date that the actual item has on it that has an expiration date yeah and I think great. that's another trick that I've seen I don't do this is people will if they decant their pasta instead of like the label of what the pasta is they'll put the directions on the back like with with the black sharpie or with a that's like one cup or kind of has some directions on some things that's that's i think getting 
super organized. <laughs> I don't do that for myself. And we've actually haven't had clients that do that. Because for the most part, again, we keep it very general. So I think that's if you have a lot of kind of cooking items and you need to write down what some of those directions are. But I think I've seen it for like quinoa and things like that, where it like says... Yeah, that is a little tough too. Yeah. I think I always have to look at the directions for that. Yeah. A little tough. So those are the three, three and uh, plus one kind of mm. categories that, that we, when we're working with clients and we're in a pantry, which is where we've been for a while <laughs> this year. <laughs> yeah. Are you interested in decanting? And then those are some of the three topics, time, containers, packaging, labeling. And then if you can kind of get through some of those and say, you know what? Yeah, I think this is for me. Have at it. Decanting is fun. I mean, as far as you feel really good when it's done because yeah. like your pantry feels and looks really organized and pretty and it saves time when you're going to the grocery store. Sometimes it could be an investment on the front end with certain containers. Yeah. But also, oh, one quick thing on the containers. When you're decanting, make sure that you are using this space as like your usual everyday space, right? So like don't don't buy a bunch of containers and then try to fill those with, well, now I want to put pasta in here. If you're not really a pasta mm-hmm. eater, don't buy containers for pasta, you know, because your real estate in a pantry is so limited in, in most cases. You know, mm-hmm. you'll, there's not a whole lot of three-story mm-hmm. walk-in pantries. And don't buy a bin. So if, you, if you're if you a chip or snack person, buy a bin that, that can house all of that. Because otherwise, then you're overflowing and you're like, well, this was the bin I got. Well, that's that wasn't the right container for it you know you clearly you go through a lot of chips and snacks and pretzels buy a bigger basket to sort of house all those things in or else things are going to fall over on the side now same thing goes with breakfast don't buy a huge basket or bin for breakfast if all you have is like just seven packets of oatmeal and you don't even eat cereal so Mm -hmm. I mean I feel like that goes without saying but sometimes people wonder like what kind of baskets should I get and they don't have to be the same size. Make sure that they just fit with your everyday usage. Absolutely. Clear is always the way to go too. Oh, yeah. What right. are your thoughts on the clear versus acrylic glass? <laughs> I'm like, that's a same thing. <laughs> Tell me, what do you think about that? Clear versus acrylic. <laughs> I said that on one on purpose. Glass. Okay, glass versus acrylic. Well, glass is better for the environment. <laughs> but... It can get heavy. Why are you looking at me like that? (laughs) (laughs) What? It's just funny that that was what you went to. Glass is better for the environment. Yeah. Yeah. I think that. I mean, what do you use? Plastic Tupperware or glass Tupperware? I use glass because it's healthier for me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Selfish. Okay. So what... What was the question? I mean, what did you No, like what it, I I just was wondering what your take was on does it matter? Oh, and no. It, no, and it yeah, doesn't. I don't think so. Through. It was almost no. a trick question. <laughs> <laughs> well, dang, I didn't see through that at all. Yay. So, when you said when you said clear is better, I thought that you had a preference. <laughs> um, no, I mean, they're just a lot easier to clean. Mm-hmm. If you're not going to decant the things that can spill. Mhm it's easy to just put some water in there versus putting it stuff in a wicker basket. I'd rather use wire baskets or like metal baskets or something, not so much the wicker. Yeah, well, the wicker is more for like your seating areas or something if you want to put like stuff that's soft in it. I think for keeping it in pantries, it needs to be labeled clear or not clear. It's up to you and mm-hmm. reuse things that you have in your house. So those are the three areas that we feel are important when you're wondering if you should decant or not. Again, it's personal preference. So if you have any questions, 
feel free to reach out to us and we can help you with some of those decisions on whether or not an item should or shouldn't be decanted. But I think you can do it. Yeah, I do think you can do it. And thank you for our sponsor, Hello Sorted. If you don't know who they are, you're listening to them right now. We are home organizers and we have our website at hellosorted.com and we also share, we have like a little shop page up there and we'll share some of the current products that we're loving. So if you have any particular ones that you love, send it our way and maybe we'll test that out on our next client and put it up on our page. Perfect. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a great week. Bye. Oh, I love you. Love you. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please take a second to rate, review, and subscribe.